The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the disciples, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's first reading from 1 Corinthians, we hear from St. Paul. And St. Paul says, For I hand it on to you as of first importance what I in turn had received. There's a lot packed into that statement. St. Paul considered it of first importance in his life that he hand on what was given to him, that he preached the gospel. Nothing else was more important to St. Paul. The word handed on, as we know, we get the word tradition. So where did Paul get all this information? Certainly he got it from God directly, but he also received it from Jesus through the apostles. That's the handing on, that's the tradition, which is so important in our church. Now notice what he handed on of first importance, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that would be the Old Testament, likely the suffering servant, Isaiah scriptures, that he was buried, rose from the dead on the third day, and then the post-resurrection appearances. Now that's the central part of the faith, the kerygma right there, and that's what Paul considered to be of first importance. Because he did that, notice what happened. I proclaimed to you, you in turn received, and now you stand and are being saved. That's why it's of first importance. Because when a person receives the good news, the revelation of God, they can stand firm in their life, no matter the storms, and they are being saved. Not that they are saved and it's a done deal, it's a process being saved. We were saved in our baptism, we are being saved now through sanctifying grace and through the grace of final perseverance, we pray we will be saved. But it's God through the whole process. But what I wanted to emphasize here is that of first importance is the handing on of the faith. 
Now, that's what our two apostles did. The only way Paul would have received what he handed on was from the apostles. And we are celebrating two of the apostles, Philip and James. They considered it of first importance. That's why they left everything and followed Jesus. And to their death, they were both martyred. Now, it's not as if they were superstars. They had all of this from the beginning. They were like you and I. They had to learn. And they didn't get it all at first. We see that in today's Gospel from John chapter 14. Philip asked Jesus to show him the Father. Now, this is at the end of Jesus' ministry. This is in the upper room. This is the night before Jesus died. So Philip has been with Jesus for three years. And yet here he still doesn't get the central aspect of who Jesus is, that Jesus is from the Father, that the Father is in Jesus, Jesus is in the Father. And you can just tell from Jesus' response a bit of exasperation. Philip, Jesus says, have I been with you all this time and you still do not know me? Now we can identify with these two because it takes us a long time to understand the faith. And some of the faith is very difficult. That should not prevent us from considering it of first importance that we hand on the faith, that we continue learning, that we continue receiving correction and handing on the faith. Now we can do that by words, but notice in these two saints, they did something else. In addition to their words, they acted as mediators. For example, Philip introduced Nathanael. Remember at the beginning of John's Gospel, as soon as Jesus says to Philip, follow me, Philip immediately follows him, so that was good on Philip's part. And then he goes to Nathanael, his friend, and says, come and see, we found the Messiah. And Nathanael says, well, the Messiah cannot come from Nazareth, so he expresses doubt. But Philip encourages him and says, come and see, and of course, the rest is history. Nathanael does come and see, and Jesus reveals, I saw you sitting under the fig tree, and Nathanael is converted. Philip also was the one who found the boy who had the five loaves and two fish that was crucial in completing the miracle. So again, he acted as this sort of bridge. He also was the one who the Greeks came to the Greeks wanted to see Jesus, Philip brought them to Jesus, and that was the turning point in the Gospel. Jesus said after that, it's now the time for him to go to his passion. St. James was the same way. He was a mediator. He was at the Council of Jerusalem because he was the first leader in the church at Jerusalem. And the question that was brought between the Council was, how are the Gentiles to be included in the church? Do they have to follow the Jewish law? which included circumcision. That would have been a stumbling block. And James collaborates with St. Peter, and they come to the decision, no, believe. And Gentiles came flooding in. So again, James acts as a kind of mediator. That's what we're called to be as well, to go to our friends and to anyone, really, and be willing to walk with them, to introduce them to Jesus, to encourage to act as that bridge. When we do these things, then what Jesus says at the end of today's gospel applies to us. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will do 
the works that I do. In fact, he will do greater works because I am going to the Father. So when we trust Jesus, when we say, this is of first importance in my life, nothing else exceeds this, that I share the gospel, that I trust God and act as that mediator, then God works wonderfully in our lives. And we will, God willing, be saints in heaven with our two martyrs. The word for martyr is witness. They considered the faith of such importance, they laid down their life. So let us do the same and with great joy. Jesus has come to save us, and he will do it only through us. When we say yes, greater works will we do than we ever thought possible.